This is Opposite Attractions. This week's challenge, let's get off track. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by one of my friends on the other side. It's Jim Murphy. I said it's fucking Jim Murphy. Uh, I don't like that you yeah, think that's of me that good. way, that's... so... That's that's the running that's the running theme of this season is the song and on the way home I just kind of was flipping through Disney songs like shit what do I do now what do I do now and it's only the second week of me doing it I was like no one moves like Jim Murphy nope that doesn't work damn it I can't do that one. I'm not a, I'm not a very good spitter so so Jim. A thing happened this weekend. Okay. The most glorious thing happened this weekend. Because I did attend Dragon Con, the Southeast's premier nerd fucking gathering. Cosplay Mecca is what it is. And cosplay Mecca, there is also stuff. There were theme park things that, you know, you'd think I would have went to and promoted our show, but I didn't. (laughs) Um... But instead, what I did do one day was uh, I messaged a friend from Orlando and I said, Hey, bud, do you want to go out to the red phone booth tonight? It's this exclusive, like, kind of speakeasy. You got to know the code to get in. And he goes, Hell yeah, me and my girlfriend will be up in just a few minutes. And then they came up. And then through the conversation, it was revealed to me that this woman, this beautiful, precious woman... (laughs) was one of the leads on Fast and the Furious Supercharged. And the minute I heard that, I said, fuck the bar, fuck any other thing we were going to do. You're going to sit here and tell me everything you know about Fast and the Furious Supercharged. Like, for instance, apparently they have goggles that you can wear when you go on the ride if you're, like, deaf. And it will tell you what all the characters are saying (laughs) across the bottom of the glasses. Meaning that Fast and the Furious has closed captioning, which I have to do one day. Um, Let's see. Fun fact, I believe the last last quoted thing in the ride is bird squawking. And that's it. Just birds. Give up. This is after an epic chase, flamethrower, everything. Bird squawking what, is the way it is. What, um, how would you go about explaining to someone in the ride that you want the closed captioning glasses? I don't know, but I'm gonna have to figure hey, it out the next time I'm I go. I'm not deaf. Uh, I am horny for this. <laughs> Please give them to me. Um, apparently, also, as we've stated before multiple times, it infamously has the world's longest wait in a single rider line of all time. And she goes, yeah, you'd be surprised how many people are very, very angry with me about the single rider wait times. 
So that that was one thing. Apparently, the I think it was Luda. Luda might have been the one who uh, didn't want... Someone didn't want to be a part of the ride, and I think it was Luda. And she told me, apparently, if you watch Ludacris in the ride, his face is superimposed over another actor's body. So, like, because, like, he decided last minute he wanted to be into it. So if you watch Ludacris, he's kind of just, like, his head moves in weird ways. And apparently the actor who portrays not Ludacris, I think it's Roman something is the character's name. Well, in the normal ride line, which they kept making reference to like, you know, the war zone area, you know, this area. And I'm like, I have never, ever (laughs) once went through normal rider on this ride. And they went, dude, it's better than the ride itself. (laughs) Apparently they've got, they've got like pieces of paper with all of the characters on it and then next to it's got like fucking Hobbs and Shaw and all that. Well, those are the only two characters I know, by the way. Also, Saw, Hobbs, and Shaw, it's fucking phenomenal. (laughs) Anyways, next to the person playing Roman, they just put the actor's name instead of his character name, so they have shit covering it up so you can't notice that they fucked up and put the wrong name on this ride. (laughs) But uh, my favorite story, and I'm going to try to be as vague as possible. All your favorite Fast and Furious characters. There's, there's... Yeah, I'm surprised I remember this much, because Jim, by the time she got to my room, I was already three sheets to the wind. <laughs> I had eaten ice cream with booze in it. I had been chugging BS moon whiskey. I mean, it had been a night. Um, so then, my favorite story she told is at one point, she was interviewing for a new position within Universal, and they said... What's the biggest, I think it was like, what's the biggest complaint you receive from guests or what's the, no, it was, what was the biggest struggle you currently have (laughs) in your position? And there was someone in the room during the interview that she didn't know who it was, but he asked if she'd minded if he would stay in for the, like if he would stay in the room and she goes, that's fine. And when they asked her, what is the biggest problem you face? She had to navigate the biggest river of death and doom to say having to explain to people why the ride sucks so much. (laughs) It was her having to politely just talk about like (laughs) having to to be like, well, we have a lot of complaints about how bad the ride is. And after her interview was over, she found out who the man in the room was and it is the head of creative for rides at Universal <laughs> Studios. <laughs> and she got her new she got her new fucking job and apparently every single day she has worked since then he has come into work in a Fast and the Furious supercharged t-shirt. <laughs> it, it was the ghost of Paul Walker. It's like yes. yeah. <laughs> You know how people like, they talk about how Disney built the Pandora stuff, but, like, none of it's really in the movies. Like, you would have thought yeah, when yeah, they yeah. decided to make, like, a a bus chase-based attraction that maybe someone would go, hey, how about in this movie we put everybody on a bus? And that was yeah. not a thing that happened. Mm-mm. 
God, Hobbs and Shaw is so good. Oh, by the way, after that, we did end up going to the red phone booth, and this is only vaguely, this is only vaguely connected to our podcast, but this is, I have to tell this story every single day or else I will die. It's kind of like that movie where if the bus stops, I'll die. So, Jim, I just want to let you know, we stopped at that bar, entered the special code to get in. They said, how many? We said five. And they said, okay, give us a second because there's a party in the back, which was apparently featuring the Night Vale people and the McElroys and all kinds of fucking fun shit back there. But then next to us walks a small British man, another man. And the tallest motherfucker I've ever seen in my entire life. And and they don't even enter the code. They just knock on the door. The, the exit door. The guy opens it and goes, yeah, how many are in your party? And he goes, they go three. And then he says, have you guys been waiting in line? And they said, no, we just kind of wanted to get in because. And they, he goes, oh, you're part of the party. And they say, no, we're not. But what we are is BB-8 and fucking Chewbacca. So that's when I realized <laughs> that I had been waiting in line <laughs> with Chewbacca and BB-8, and I really wanted to turn to him and be like, have you seen, have you went to Galaxy's Edge yet? Is it as disappointing <laughs> as everyone says? And or? they said, what did they say? Did they either say, they did they think you were either Sami Zayn or Travis McElroy? <laughs> yeah. I, look, I just... Don't party with Wookiees, You could have man. got back in that back room and just been like, no, it's me, the Travis boy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I tried. <laughs> Here's the thing, bud. You might think it's fun to party with Wookiees. <laughs> Don't party with Wookiees. Let me, I was fine the entire night. I had a buzz, but I was never too drunk until I, the last thing I remember other than puking <laughs> was giving Chewbacca a whiskey sour and after that blackout <laughs> don't remember anything after that so don't party with wookies you'll get fucking wrecked dude well they have like that high body like they can handle more alcohol than than regular yeah, that's what it is. He could have handled a lot more alcohol than me. It was a it was a drinking contest, and I let the Wookiee win because otherwise I would have died. So, um, anything else happened in theme park news? I didn't expect to fill up the whole segment with that, but damn. Um, I don't think so. I really don't think. So. <laughs> You're like not not I, shit I, is even happening. If, uh, even if something did happen, I can't remember. It's all gone. Yeah, after, oh, that's kind of like what's what it's like partying with Chewbacca. You immediately forget everything that you'd been doing up until that moment, because all you need then is to party with fucking Chewbacca. But Jim, this isn't a podcast about Chewbacca as much as I want it to be. This is a podcast where we build our own theme park, and this season, TM, 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 copyright, 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 we are building the epic universe the world's most dangerous theme park, of course, to no relation to the Universal theme park epic universe. This is Jersey Dan's epic universe. And last week I gave you a challenge. And that challenge was to build a ride where at one point the track just says no. <laughs> and there's no track anymore. And the track completely and 100% disappears from your feel like in, essentially it is a jump 
a very well-timed jump, might I add. <laughs> and I, th- I thought about it, and I went, there's, I mean, I, I know we're trying to build a dangerous theme park, but I did try to think of a safety mechanism to kind of keep you in place, which is when I decided to build a very thin string above the ride that you hold on to. <laughs> Or the vehicle holds on to, and as you soar across the sky, you're still kind of held in place by this big yeah, wire. I thought wires would probably be a way to go. That isn't exactly what I went with, but yeah, that was uh, my first idea was wires. Because that would yeah, still scare well, the crap out of everybody. Well, I mean, like, if, especially if you start in, like, a dark show building... And where in like if there's a roof overhead where you can't see yeah. that there's anything above yeah, you, it was like test track with planes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So my ride, or should I say rides, is a collection of five separate roller coasters. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Called the Titan Experience, um, and it has nothing to do with famed football team the Tennessee Titans. Or the I Rock. Do it need doesn't to... have anything to do with the Rock. It doesn't have anything to do with the Titan games. I have been trying to look up a song that I need, and my iPad (laughs) has stopped working. Oh, no. Well, let me begin with the concept of it. It is based around the Greek myth of the Titans, these massive hulking beasts that roamed the earth before. Before along came Zeus, he hurled his (laughs) thunderbolts, he shot. Uh, before that came, so you are essentially part of the army that's fighting off the Titans, and so each ride vehicle is essentially a different Titan, so you'll have, like, and I don't know what the Titans were, so I'm just gonna say they're based off Earth elements, so there's gonna be, like, uh, one that's all about, like, ground, and you could like, go underneath the ground, and at certain points during it, a Titan's hand will come up, and just crush the track in front of you, causing you to leap through the air and shoot down. So you would have, like, the ground-based one. You would have the fire titan. You would have an ice titan. And because, I guess if we are going to go with the enclosed vehicle, you could put AC in there. Or heating. And that way, (laughs) it gets super hot if you're facing the fire one. Or super cold if you're facing the ice one. And then there's, like, a thunder uh, deity. And then... There's the fifth one, the most powerful titan of all, love. And he's the one who really gets your gander. So, you, uh, the, the big deal, however, with all of these coasters is the fact that it's going to have to be very well-timed because while they all do start apart, they do all come together at the very end because at the very end, you face off against, I guess, like, mega titan maybe like (laughs) all of them coming together in front of you getting ready to do battle and and at that point you see like one track slides down to the earth let's say like the ground one falls down to the earth and then a secondary one falls down in front of it and so like uh the and so, like, the ground one would hit the ground first, and then ice shoots down next to it, then lightning, and all of that. And then that's when you see a cliffside approaching in front of you. And you look at your fellow... Oh, shit, hold on, let me start it over. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you see the cliff, and you take a deep breath, and you look at the fellow carts next to you, and then wings sprout from the back of your vehicles as you shoot off of the mountain, and then... I, this has a longer lead-up than I thought. There it is! You soar! Soar through the sky like a majestic animal! And there's no track underneath you! You're all hanging by the wires, shooting back and forth as the titans hurl all of their might at you! And then finally you all come together, I guess with magnets! And the vehicles connect together, and then there's a giant titan mouth, and you soar down into his belly! And then you slay him with a mighty sword, tearing him apart! And then, the ride comes to an end, as all five ve- Oh, just turn it all the way the fuck off then. Okay, cool. Uh, and then, all of the vehicles come together, and essentially at that point we would then have to build some sort of weird underground tunneling system to get all of the ride vehicles back to where they're supposed to go. <laughs> but then you guys get to all come together and be like, we defeated the Titans. We did it. We are majestic people. We soared through the air like animals. And once again, I know I tried to be safe, but logically this is the fucking most <laughs> dangerous ride, I think, in America. So, um, any questions, any queries about how this is going to work? Because I don't know. Uh, I think you could... If you... If you started and ended in the same place... And just had, like, a longer lead-in of, like, load to ride. You could probably make that work without having to build, like, the Hyperloop. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that as how to get the ride being... Well, here, well, hold on a second. If we have to build a cliff, that obviously means all of the other rides are above it on the plateau of the cliff. So, you could... so. I just now realized you got no fucking clue how you're getting back. No <laughs> clue how you're getting back after this. Um, unless, when you go into the belly of the Mega Titan, each cart separates apart as if you're busting the Titan apart. And the cold would go, like, you would, the cold people would attack the ice monster, the fire would attack the fire, and then you could fly back up through the mountain back to the start. So it would have almost a, um, like the end of Harry Potter and the escape from Gringotts where that punk-ass dragon drags you up into the air. It would be like that, but with Titan fire or whatever around you. See, you solved the problem. That's fine. You could, you yeah, could be head of creative at Universal. Good. Just have a bus do it. It's fine. I don't, I don't have a Fast and the Furious Supercharged shirt to you got put the, on, You got the, the, God, the thing. Just wear that. It's fine. I got the bandana, so I can rock I the bandana. I'm real happy we don't have, like, super fans yet. Because <laughs> if we did, I know for a fact that I would receive in the mail numerous fucking Fast and the Furious <laughs> Supercharged shirts. Like, I would, I want to I wanna get to a point on this where when I walk up to Fast and the Furious Supercharged, they bow down to me. Right this way, <laughs> sir. Like, it's him! Your own bus awaits. <laughs> They've got a fucking champagne bottle <laughs> over the, their arm. Uh, the Rock yes, wants you to have this bigger gun. 
<laughs> the Rock wanted you personally to try the tequila. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Ah, oh, fuck. That was the one question I never got to ask her was, I don't know how much she knows about the making of the ride, but if Dwayne the Rock Johnson intentionally asked to be green screened in so he didn't have to work with Vin Diesel, <laughs> because that's that's the only reason I could see why that is done so poorly. But, uh... That was actually Jim, Ludacris's I've, I've body made... under that. <laughs> yes! Well, Jim, I've made my ride. I've made peace <laughs> with the fact that I'm going to kill numerous people. But I gotta ask, where did your um, sick and twisted mind go? I, where I did just, the dark, comical I, stylings of Jim Murphy I, I take have, this concept? I have two questions for you. Question one is, uh... Can you feel the rhythm? Question two is, can you feel um, the rhyme... Because, Scotty, it is time to get on up. It is absolutely bobsled time. Fuck, yes. Also, there was a thumbtack in my pocket, and I don't know where it came from, and I'm real scared right now. I, 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 really... I don't know if there's poison on it. I don't know if someone's trying to kill me. But anyways, bobsled, rhythm, and rhyme I, I, time. I want to bring to you uh, Cool Runnings Presents a Series of Unfortunate Events. No, oh, wait, hold on. I'm noticing a thing <laughs> between last week and this week. Um, are the Baudelaire children going to be on this one as well? Uh, no, but uh, you are going to. So last week you posited a, uh, a flying attraction that went over a water park. I feel like my yes. attraction could be adjacent to that as it would be uh, sort of an Astro orbiters sort of like, hey, get in this elevator. You have to go up kind of high. Uh, beginning. Yeah. And they would put you and three of your friends into a bobsled on a track. Along with three other bobsleds of four people. And uh, okay. separate you into like kind of four separate tracks. And then basically throw you off the side of this building and into a half pipe. Is there still track on the no, half pipe no okay mm -mm. <laughs> okay so wait jim what you're doing is you've invented bobsled yeah but what you uh, brought multiplayer to the bobsled is bobsled yes Multi <laughs> okay. uh, the thing about also, this i do is... love this idea that i do love this concept that we have a theme park like we have a water park but the only way to get to the water park is by riding one of these kill rides <laughs> that we've created that goes into the water park so this is a okay. quite large thing. It has to be able to hold four essential, essentially bobsleds that are like on wheels. The thing is, I would yeah. be afraid of everyone hitting the brakes. So while every person, so no brakes, no, take them out. We don't need. While them. every person in every vehicle has a brake handle, only one of those handles works for your vehicle, and the other three work for the other three vehicles. Oh my and, god. Uh, all four uh, all four correct levers have to be pulled for you to slow down. So there you're just never slow you just basically did take out brakes, is what just happened. I mean you could you could figure it out, I guess. But it's more How far well hold on, wait, wait, wait. Could you do any communication between uh, the four different tracks? Probably. I think if everybody just pulled at the beginning like, yeah, that would kind of be cheating, but you could do that. But yeah. you do have to all make it, try to make it to the bottom. 
this isn't like a uh, right. a, a, a murder ball situation where you're trying to you're you're like <laughs> this isn't death race. You do have to kind of make it to the bottom, but it's going to be kind of difficult because you do kind of go off a track and, and again into a concrete half pipe. Now, what if it were death race? Because I got an idea here. <laughs> well, you, you I got might a, need to save I got that a roller for next, der- next week's challenge. I don't know yet. No, no, no. I got a roller derby ass idea, which is all four tracks go into a giant funnel I, at I the did, end. And y'all- I wanted, my original idea was literally like the coin thing at the mall. And just yes, put, that's what I was about put, to say. The fucking coin thing. Put everybody on a court, like on a on a on a ninety degree from each other. But I my problem with that was how to get through the bottom in any way that isn't uh, a homicide. I mean, the first collision is gonna send those two just kind of falling down there, and I've. I've found it's kind of hard to get both quarters to connect <laughs> at the bottom. Like, if, if you're going to get the quarters to slap, you're going to have to do a little bit more work than that. Maybe maybe it's a controlled release. So it's like team one goes two, three, four, five. Team two goes two, three, four, five. Three goes. And then you have to speed my, the fuck well, up to really my, get the... The only thing, like, I know they have that at water parks where you could, you go through the little funnel, but there are some times where you basically go in upside down, and that was my fear, is that they, you would go through the funnel upside down or backwards, and that seems, again, like a homicide. Well, no, 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 no. My worry is if you don't go down straight or backwards, and instead the <laughs> centrifugal force just whips you into a circle for like 50 seconds I thought you meant you if you went down. on your side it just slid down the side on <laughs> all so bad. Oh god, yeah, that one all of it's bad, it's all really what if, what if, okay, how about this what if we put them in those giant balls, <laughs> the giant balls where like you're holding on up here and your feet are attached at the bottom and then you just launched down and are spinning in violent circles. Okay, so you want to take you... this from a, a Cool Runnings thing to an atmosphere situation. Uh, to a super monkey ball situation. Yeah, that's the atmosphere, yes, that's basically, from American Gladiators. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's getting speed and up, I feel, putting... would be a problem unless you put some real steep sides on that thing. Let's just, how about this? We'll keep Cool Runnings Presents, and then we'll also have the Kill Funnel, and then we've just done, <laughs> technically, like, seven rides this episode. I did five roller coasters, and then we got the Kill Funnel. We did really, really good this week, I think. Despite me still recovering from getting alcohol poisoning with a Wookiee, <laughs> I, we did a great episode, Jim. But that does lead me to ask you a very important question. We've built fucking a lot of amazing rides um i think the we still haven't beat our record because i believe our record is 35 in one episode (laughs) but uh i do want to ask what are we gonna be making next week in old jersey dan's epic universe i had uh two ideas one i'm gonna save for later but um i i don't know if you're gonna like this idea or not i'm gonna throw it by you I want okay. an attraction that could also be used for military training. Okay, so kind of it, kind of like Journey into Imagination, <laughs> kind of like, kind, <laughs> kind of like Spaceship Earth. I mean, I mean, I guess, 
Spaceship Earth, Journey into Imagination, um, fucking teacups, all of them. Actually, technically, I guess Mission Space could be used for space training, literally, at some point. Um, yeah, I'm down with that. How do you handle the boredom really... of space? Ride Mission Space. <laughs> well, no, no, I was going for more the murder funnel <laughs> version of Mission Space, Track Orange. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling this. I don't know what... Because when I think about it, I would just make your ride from last week. <laughs> I would just do Wipeout again, and that's what it would be. I, I have some ideas um, that I'm kicking around. Unfortunate yeah, event Yeah, get ready ideas. for next week. <laughs> yeah, well, get ready for next week where we introduce the first ever theme park rides to include guns. <laughs> Until then, Jim Murphy, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at ApparentlySmart and... Uh... Like I said last week, go check out my my little Disney game, Survive the Magic. Uh, there's a link somewhere. How on my many Twitter. How many players is that for? Uh, four. Would you say four? Four. Four plus a four okay. plus a runner is what it like a like a GM DM situation. Oh, okay. We may for episode one hundred so, just call on some friends I did, and play the game. I did uh, make uh, version two is out now. It is a, like, all four parks situation. That would probably take a long time. I did leave up the, like, yeah. one park kind of set up on the site. So okay. Both. I'm going to put, I haven't done the water parks or Disney Springs yet, but I'm going to add them in the next couple of days. Hopefully by the time this episode's live. Okay. And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon and make sure to check out this week's, oh no, it would be last week's episode of a load of BS because it was the end of the world and we threw a fucking rager of a party. Vin Diesel was there. Jesus was there. There was a girl with a very phallic lollipop. Everyone had whiskey and condoms. It was amazing. So make sure to check it out. Actually, specifically check it out on the BS YouTube channel. I've yet to listen to the audio, but from what I've heard, it is unlistenable. <laughs> so you probably need the video to go along with it to get any sort of entertainment. So check that out. Check out all the other shows at a load of purebs.com. And if you want to become an honorary BS Moon Marine, you can at patreon.com slash a load of BS. You get shouted out on the show of your choice like Ransom Meltzer, the patron saint of Opposite Attractions. You get access to exclusive content, our exclusive Discord. All kinds of goodies are waiting for you at patreon.com slash a load of bs and while you're on the interwebs make sure to pick up some opposite attraction merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com but until then remember to find jim and me <laughs> harassing the president of content creation at universal studios <laughs> on twitter at op at show that's spelled o-p-p-a-t-t-s-h-o-w are you down with o-p-p